Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hey, this is Ben from Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and I have an important announcement for you guys. At the end of every single episode of Superhero Stuff You Should Know, you might hear a shout-out to our fans, one of whom is Matt Herring, who was one of the original Superhouse fans. He's always given us his support, and now it's time that we support him. Uh, We've just recently found out that Matt has been diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer. And as a cancer survivor myself, I know personally that there's a lot of emotional and financial strain that comes into that. Uh, his wife, Kelly, has set up a GoFundMe account at GoFundMe.com slash F slash Matthew hyphen kicks hyphen cancer 039S hyphen butt. Uh, and hopefully you can help reduce the financial strain to that as well as some of the emotional strain that comes with that. Again, that's GoFundMe.com slash F slash Matthew dash kicks dash cancer 039S dash butt. Matt Herring was the first, I guess you could say, true Superhouse fan. We were Superhouse at that time. You know, the first fan of this podcast and what we do here and um, has always supported us, talked about us, and um, he's from a town close to where I'm from, and uh, so we share that as well, and just a huge superhero fan, and, you know, nerd like the rest of us, and now he's going through that, and uh, if you could donate just at least any amount of money to that link that Ben just said, that would be truly appreciated just hang in there matt you'll beat this thing soon all right i brought you all here today because big blue fucking kicked the bucket do you have any fucking words oh man brother it's a big total bummer i always thought the boy scout was kind of lame but i'm telling you now it's it's starting to bring a little bit of a tear to old Lobo's eye. Well, I'm in a bit of a conundrum here because as Metallo, I have a kryptonite haunt and I can't really use that on anybody. It kind of takes the fun out of everything, if you know what I mean. Well, I'm Mr. Mixia Spitlick and I'm going to give you a real heart right now. All right, well, now this looks a little disgusting because I still have a metal body, but a human heart beating into it. I don't know how long I'm going to last. Oh, okay, I'm feeling the darkness. <laughs> Whoa, man, that's super metal. Look at that shit. He's got a thumping bloody heart inside of his metal shiny chest. (laughs) Is it possible to get a human body with this heart? Now I'm gonna watch you suffer for a few minutes. Oh, you bloody wanker. I'll keep you alive, though, don't worry. Even worse. Well, we said our words about Superman were all real cry-cry-sad-sad, but uh, what are we gonna do now, Mr. Mixie Spittalick? I need you to carry the fucking coffin. You brought us here to be pallbearers. Yeah. Well, your big-headed magic ass could probably make another person to carry one corner or something. I don't know how that works. I'm on the ground now. I, I can't carry shit. Honestly, I need some fucking entertainment. It got a little boring in the fifth dimension, and I just need to see you two fucking idiots carry this log with Big Blue in it. Holy Christ, my big-headed bro. How the hell did Soups ever put up with your little ass? He didn't. How did he get rid of you? Huh? How did he ever take you down? That's what I want to know. I'm not telling you that. I think he might have told me. What? Maybe I shouldn't have said. No. 
You're gonna, I'm gonna change your heart if you say anything. Change it back to kryptonite. That'll be even worse for me. It'll be very painful. No, no, this is some Briar Rabbit shit happening. No, I'm not falling for that. Briar Rabbit, how old are you? What, that's not a popular phrase in this generation? Maybe a little bit of the old reverse psychology on the noggin there, but Briar Rabbit. I'm the smartest guy here! Fucking Aesop's fables. Yeah, that's one of them. So, are you gonna carry the fucking coffin or not? Because the rest of the fucking league, I got them somewhere else. I don't want them involved with this. Specifically, I want you two numbskulls to carry it, just so I can throw peanuts at you while you do it. Kinda, kinda morbid, I guess, you know. I'm the Zack Snyder version of Mr. Mixius Spitlick, and I'm dark as fuck. I don't know who that is. I didn't even make it into his movies. But you kind of have to give me the kryptonite heart for me to lift this coffin. What do you think, macho? I mean, whatever your name is. <laughs> Should I give it to him? It's Lobo. Just do it. I'm getting kind of grossed out looking at this human heart thumping in his chest. Ugh. <sighs> Fine. Oh, that's much better. Thank you. You're welcome! Now here's the coffin. Go get it. All right. And Lobo, by the way, it's uh, getting his name to be spelled backwards. It's Kill T something. What? No, shut up! Shut up! What? How do you say it backwards? It's like Kill T... I don't know. What is it again? Nope. Kill T... Nope. Yeah. You're gonna have to know. pronounce it for us. We're kind of slow. What do you take me for, off boob? Well, that head is big and shuddy like what? I can see how people would get confused with that big shuddy head of yours. You take that hat off, there might be a nip under there. Have you had enough punishment? Enough bullying from the old Lobo? Are you ready to pronounce your name backwards, you bald-headed boob? You know I have unlimited magical powers, right? From the fifth dimension? Well, do something about it, tits for brains. All right. <laughs> So you've literally turned him into a tit, and now I have to carry this damn coffin. Well, you have super strength, right? I guess so. Chop, chop, uh, motherfucker. Amazing grace, <laughs> how sweet the ah, sound. That's fucking wonderful. That saves... Eat some fucking peanuts. Uh, what? You piece of shit. Beautiful, Metallo, beautiful. Oh there's my a, god, he talking talks. boob. This is the nicest knocker I've ever seen. Thanks, Mixie. Going down to the Metropolis Strip Club to make me some dough. We finally reached the end. The final Justice League member to be recruited. And, of course, it's Superman. Wow. <laughs> and we couldn't think of a better topic, <laughs> a better hero to come back in Resurrection and Hope. And we're now we're back in person for those who are seeing us on YouTube. It's good to be back in person. There's once again Ben with me. Now across from me is... Vaxed up and waxed up. <laughs> I'm ready to do it, everybody. <laughs> and then, of course, joining us from across the country, as usual, is... I, Zachary Jackson Brown. And I'm wearing a, a Spider-Man shirt today. You know, I thought that was appropriate since we're going to talk about Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have a Superman shirt and I fucking 
don't have it on. Well, the next one. I'll we'll have it for the next. You're one. What Clark would wear around Smallville? Yeah, right. Yeah, this is it. Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the save. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we are releasing this on June 14th. That is the eight-year anniversary of Man of Steel. So I thought that would be appropriate. Man, eight this. years already. God. Timing works out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's been yeah, as we said, eight years since that, and we couldn't think of a better way than to dive into the death and return of Superman as covered in the Zack Snyder movies. Batman vs. Superman and Justice League, but we're not just going to cover that. We are specifically comparing the many different versions of the death and return of Superman. His death at the hands of Doomsday, the other superheroes who attempted to take his place, and his inevitable resurrection. You can't say it's too powerful if he's dying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so here are our candidates. We have the original death and return of Superman comic book arc, obviously. That's the one that started it all. The first adaptation, which was the animated movie Superman Doomsday. Uh, and then the two-part animated film, The Death of Superman and the Reign of the Supermen. Yes. And, of course, the Zack Snyder movies that we've covered before, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. So we'll pit each of the major story points against each other, see what they have in common, vote on which one we like best, and at the end we'll tally it all up. Keep in mind, we did not include every single adaptation of Doomsday fighting Superman, only the ones where Doomsday kills Superman. So that doesn't include the Justice League cartoon. We're not covering Smallville. On that, we are saving that for the Patreon. It's only the comparison of the comics versus those specific adaptations. So get it right. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> uh, how did the story come about? Do you guys know how they decided, hey, let's kill off Superman in the 90s? Well, we, it's very dark in the 90s, and they want to just kill as many people as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that their uh, sales were falling, right? As far as Superman goes, that just the title Partially. wasn't selling as well. Partially, uh, they had planned a major arc. That okay, was something that was completely different from what they ended up doing, which was uh, Clark Kent was going to get married. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, December nineteen ninety is the fiftieth issue of Superman post crisis, and at this point, they're just like, "Hey, we want to do something big." Clark Kent is going to propose to Lois Lane. And she's uh -huh. going to say yes, not knowing that he's Superman right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they still haven't done that yet. A month hmm. later, they <laughs> finally do it. Something that Siegel and Schuster actually intended back in 1940. Oh, shit. But never got the chance to do. Okay, because they were against it even then. Yeah, DC was against doing that. They're just like, that's going to wreck the entire dynamic of Lois and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> so instead... She's supposed to be abroad and <laughs> she's supposed to be stupid <laughs> she's supposed to be dumb and superman's supposed to be smart we all know this women are dumb <laughs> actually i don't think they were like that no, no not as not as much as uh bob kane yeah i was about to say this is not. bob kane's voice you're speaking with now yeah yeah i think seagull shoots are probably a, at least one percent more progressive than bob kane <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not Siegel and Schuster who. Oh yeah. They wanted to do this. It's yeah, DC yeah, 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 that said, yeah, yeah. like, hey, no. Let's oh, that's not right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, Clark does end up saying, "Hey, I'm Superman," and does the shirt rip in yeah. front of her, and she's like, "In some way, I feel like I've always known all these seventy years or so." That this <laughs> <is happening." laughs> Somehow, I do I have face blindness? <laughs> Maybe that'll be the explanation. <laughs> They said, let's lead up to Lois and Clark getting married. We want Superman to get married to Lois, finally, after yeah, all Yeah, the women, decades. they don't recognize faces. <laughs> and in this other element, yeah. Uh, there's just one problem. A new Superman TV show is about to hit the 90s, which is probably the major uh, presence of Superman in media of the 90s. The greatest of them all. 
Lois and Clark, the Dangerous <laughs> Superman, starring Dean King. Starring Dean King. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo's best friend. <laughs> I'll idea, leave it at that. The idea was to focus on Lois and Clark's relationship in that, and DC was just like, well, hold on. If we have them get married now. But the TV show comes out. The TV show traces everything from the beginning. What if we held off on that and had them get married at the same time in the TV show as they do in the comics? Perfect. Like, Actually... It's Actually, like, smart thinking. It is smart thinking. However, once. it's like, well, what the hell do we do for a year or so? We kill him. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we kill him. See, and then you're we not gotta, wrong. It's going to come back. <laughs> you're not. Don't wrong. worry. So they have to come up with a new storyline, and the writers at DC, who have been mandated, hey, you can't get, they can't get married right now. They're just like, well, that was our whole plan. Yeah. What the hell are we going to do? And so they have to brainstorm and out of frustration they joke eh let's just kill him <laughs> and that goes whose from, suggestion was that <laughs> that goes I don't know they don't They don't say but Bob Kane came it back goes from, <laughs> what if we like kill Superman it goes from being a joke to being a serious idea obviously or else yeah. we wouldn't have this yeah, and yeah, the yeah. editor Mike Carlin says in the intro to this novelization that I have here he says quote what better way to show people that they had not only been taking an American symbol of greatness for granted but taking a viable, worthy role model out of circulation through their indifference. Okay. So they were trying to make a sort of point. I think even these days, we talk about how, like, these days people are like, oh, we don't appreciate Superman, he's too powerful and stuff. But that was that sentiment was still around in the 90s. Just like, oh, definitely. That was probably care. the peak at that yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> I don't know why the 90s were so dark. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just like, yeah, this guy doesn't belong, he's he's outdated character and that yeah. stuff. And they said, well, what if we play upon that? What do okay. we show you how he's relevant again? So this was their way of doing that. And what happened... Show him how he's relevant by killing him off. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing 4D chess over there, yeah. man. <laughs> Everyone's playing checkers. Everyone's playing checkers. <laughs> They're playing checkers. DC's playing chess, baby. <laughs> so what happens is a cultural phenomenon okay. that shocks everybody. People who were not was talking big. about before. Nobody, people who, in the press, never really covered any comic book shit. Are just yeah. like, oh my god, they killed off Superman. The issue is Superman number 75, written and drawn by Dan Jurgens, and it's the big battle between Superman and Doomsday. Famous. Ends of Superman's death, and released on a black cover with a bloody Superman yeah. symbol. Yeah, mm-hmm. people would buy two or three, one to open, and then. Oh, one I've to got, say. yeah, I've got one I've never even opened before. Really? Mm-hmm. Worth $12. <laughs> I'm saving it, saving it for a rainy day. <laughs> College fund for your kid. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, they sell, according to Les Daniels, the complete history of Superman. They sell six million copies. It's a six. Uh, yeah, it's huge, right? It's amazing. Yeah, Actually, not just this, it. but there were like not, in the in the nineties, comics sold really well. Mm-hmm. Like compared to now, which is like <laughs> weird because they're the most popular they've ever been. Mm-hmm. But even before COVID, like comics are like kind of like they, they don't know what they're gonna do. I don't want under. I don't want to hold that icky paper in my hands. I just want to <laughs> see it on the screen. Or I don't want to pay for another service. I've got Netflix. Right. right. <laughs> so know? the press of the '90s, as I said, aren't familiar with the comics, and they treat this as if Superman is dead for good. I can't believe they killed Superman. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. You yeah. know, six million copies or so, and this ends up becoming the overall storyline after it finishes it has a whole variety of different adaptations the first being okay. this novelization that we have here in the video you guys can see it but this is the uh, Death and Life of Superman uh, by Roger Stern who was one of the collaborators on the comic that's actually how I first experienced the story was through this book rather than mm-hmm. through the, uh, the comic book 
There was a junior novelization called Superman Doomsday and Beyond by Louis Simonson, who was also a contributor. It's just basically the same thing, but written for a younger audience? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Did you and, read that one too? Uh, I have not gotten a copy of it. Oh, shit. I imagine it would probably it's be rare. this, but in a like a shorter version. It's worth $13. <laughs> but here's a more interesting one, is that they adapted that junior novelization into a two-and-a-half-hour radio play. Okay. That is the most faithful version of this. And it has some actors who you may be familiar with once I tell you who they were. So, Stuart Milligan was Superman. Strangely enough, Tom Welling. Tom Welling was <laughs> Tom Welling. Was... He wore the cape while recording. <laughs> he was the radio one. Again, but at like two years old. He's the ultimate troll, Tom Welling. <laughs> Stuart Milligan was Superman. Now, who's Stuart Milligan? Stuart Milligan plays the President of the United States in Wonder Woman 1984. He's okay. the guy that Maxwell Lord is like, what would you wish? Oh, He's yeah, that guy. Yeah, House. yeah, yeah. He was Superman. And he was the first actor to do the Death and Return of Superman. Really? Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's a hell of a pull, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. He plays an evil white dude really well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of evil white dudes, the next guy was uh, <laughs> William Hootkins as Lex Luthor. You are good at segues, by the way. <laughs> Whatever Effortless. the fuck random shit I say. Hey, you, you do. You are. I've noticed this over our recording. Have you noticed this, Zach? He's oh, good yes. at segues. Yeah, you have. Okay, good. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so speaking of evil white dudes, uh, Lex Luthor here <laughs> is played by William Hootkins, who, by Star Wars fans, they know him as Porkins, but Batman, William, I said a William, William who now? Hootkins. Hootkins, yes. okay. William Hootkins, known for being Porkins in Star Wars, but also known in Batman 89 for... Lieutenant Eckhart. Yeah, he's Lieutenant Eckhart. Lieutenant hey, Eckhart. the drinking Drano. <laughs> oh, let's think of that. <laughs> Lieutenant Eckhart was Lex Luthor in the radio. Oh, oh, shit. And then Jonathan Kent, and I think Perry White as well, is played by Garrick Hagen, who was Big's Darklighter in Star Wars, but also Harold in Batman 89. Now, who's Harold? He's the dad in the opening of <laughs> Batman 89 trying to get the taxi. I didn't <laughs> know he had a name. Damn. Please, get a taxi. His name is Harold. Yeah. <laughs> she said the first, like one of the first she lines. She does, is, doesn't she? Yeah. For God's sakes, Harold! Like, can we please get a taxi? Oh, shit, That's the right. first line of Batman '89. What's the taxi driver's name? The taxi driver. They don't get a taxi driver. They never get a taxi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> they get they get hmm. mugged by. Do you know the names, Zach, of of the uh, oh, muggers? I know that one guy just made action figures of them, and I can't think oh, of their uh, names. The don't leave the home guy on Instagram. Those yeah. guys. American Express card. Don't leave home with that. <laughs> Dude, that's obviously, I think we're all in the same boat. One of the best scenes. Yeah. 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 Just like when you're watching, are... especially as a kid, it was like, oh my God. I know they're talking about scene. a guy named Johnny Gobbs, but I don't know what yeah. their names are off the top their of my head. Their names are Nick and Eddie. Nick and Eddie. Nick and okay. Eddie, according to the script. Damn. But they're not called that in the in the movie but Harold is the name of the is the name of the dad hmm. and he was also Big Star Collider <laughs> and he's also Jonathan Kent in the radio play so again deep dives damn deep cuts that kept in rotation huh yeah I know Gary Hagen would also go off and play the first voice of Ra's al Ghul in the oh, BBC shit. radio drama first the one Lazarus ever Syndrome. yep before, this is before B-Test did they say Ra's oration that adaptation did you listen to it I believe it was Ra's it was Ra's I've, okay. I've listened to it I believe hmm. it was Ra's I'll have to re-listen again just to make sure I don't think I think it was the animated <laughs> series in the 90s that was Ra's copy that <laughs> so again radio story hands down the most faithful adaptation of the comic and we will include the YouTube link 
in our show notes oh, in our shit. website so that you guys can check that out yourselves. But for Superhousepod.com is where they get the lovely show notes yep. that are curated, made, whatever you want to call it, by Ben. By myself, yes. Yes. So the for the purposes of this episode, though, I won't be including the radio play or the novelizations because they're pretty much the story. Like I've, from what I've read and, and explored, there's not really a ton that's added. It's not quite like when we did No Man's Land and there was the Greg Rucka novelization that had like full-on scenes that weren't in the comic. Okay. So uh, that's stuff that we'll skip, but we'll definitely have another exploration of those BBC dramas of Superman and Batman in the 80s and 90s in okay. like a future Patreon episode. So. Okay. But let's dive into what are the adaptations we're going to do. So Oof. first so one. many is Superman Doomsday from 2007. This is the first visual adaptation of the storyline, since the other one was a radio show. Uh, this is the Bruce Timm production, and different from Justice League, because Justice League did do a storyline of Doomsday, but they didn't kill Superman in that one. Was Doomsday created for this Death Superman arc in the comics? Yep. He did not exist mm-hmm. beforehand, right? Yeah. They're like, this is the only possible person who can kill <laughs> Superman. What's his name? Doomsday, motherfucker. <laughs> they didn't want Lex Luthor to just have, like, I have an even bigger rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Great he's kind of... tonight. I feel like he's kind of like Bane for Superman, like he was yeah. created specifically for this big story arc. Yeah, I would say so yeah. too. I, I guess think. you'd have to. They're, if right? you think about it, thematically they're the same story. Oh right. Because also Batman gets taken out. He doesn't die, but he might as well get killed by this huge hulking monster. Yeah, yeah. Then there's yeah. a replacement who isn't quite the same. Right. In that role, and then Bruce has to reclaim the mantle. That was after though. This was after Superman, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But that was yeah. there. In my mind, Nightfall is like the death and super, uh, death and return of Superman, but for Batman. Yeah, I could see that. The same story beats. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're not counting the Bruce Timm Justice League storyline because they didn't really quite do it, but Superman Doomsday is their first attempt at doing this. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Capizzi and Bruce Timm were credited on story, and uh, Capizzi is the writer. Unlike the comics, Lois only suspects that Superman and Clark are the same person, but Superman isn't ready to tell her. And then he dies. And then afterwards, (laughs) when he comes back, then he tells her, by the way, I'm Superman. It's like, (laughs) I know that. So they kind of messed around a little bit with that aspect. Uh, And then the next adaptation is, of course, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, which we extensively covered along with Zack Snyder's Justice League, which we also very extensively covered for five episodes. I think we covered it. (laughs) I I think we need a part six to that, actually. I think we should just keep going. (laughs) <laughs> Zach wants to talk about Eisenberg's Lex Luthor a little more. Yeah, if you don't only, only if he grows the Amish beard that Lex Luthor has in this comic that uh, yes. I forgot about. I was flipping back through it, and I was like, "Whoa, Lex got a new like hairstyle." It was totally threw me off. So, yeah, yeah Zach. By the way, your seen. your intro to the show should be, "Hey, I'm Zach." And when I said Batman Forever, I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remember that next time. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that the next time. We'll it's do that Batman for another, Forever, a Batman-related episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. Uh, as we covered, Lois knows that Clark is Superman from the very beginning. There's no like double identity with her in the Snyder continuity. This has been going on since Man of Steel. We reached a certain level of social progression. <laughs> yes. And we, Bob Kane died, and uh, we figured out women recognize faces. I also don't think, yeah, I think Snyder just wanted to be like, let's just have her from the very beginning, already knowing him before he even becomes Superman. What if like Smallville? 
What if Zack Snyder has good ideas? <laughs> I think we way more than people give him credit that. for. Yes, we proved that. Let's think about it. In our <laughs> scratching his head. No, no good ideas. I'm, I'm going back on everything we've said so far. I'm, I'm hopping off the Snyder train. He's taking away his points. Uh, Clark, in this version, Clark was planning to propose to Lois. If you remember, at the end of BVS, Martha ends up showing the ring. To okay. Lois. Which I would argue is even more tragic because at this point he didn't, he didn't mm. even get a chance to propose. Yeah. On that, then yeah. knowing that Lois is pregnant, yeah. when she finds out that she's pregnant with you know somebody where the father is dead, that's heartbreaking. So stay out of the sun, Lois. You're gonna have a hole in your belly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was just a general like uh, little <laughs> bit of advice you were going to give. Just stay out of the sun. You're very fair complexion. <laughs> you, know. you don't need vitamin D. It's overrated. <laughs> Take oh. move to move to uh, Norway for uh, for half the year. Oh, no, she... that's that's a that's a section that he that uh, what's his name asked Stan Lee, even though yeah. he's Marvel in a uh, Mallrats. What's oh, what does he ask her? He asked that exact question. Oh, I see. He's just asking random comic book questions. His about name? Norway? No, no, no. About, he's like, what if, what if Lois gets pregnant? Uh, oh, and, I you see. Know, and, or what about Dr. Doom or whatever? He asks us like a, a slew of questions. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I just, I just pulled from that randomly. Gotcha. Well, uh, as you said, Lois does have a fair complexion, but she's also a redhead and in the movie played by Amy Adams, and she's kind of drawn with reddish hair during oh, yeah. the Death and Return of Superman arc. Yeah, so I yeah, thought that yeah. was interesting uh, on that. She's uh, usually uh, brunette or black? Yeah, she's usually just like jet black hair. Jet black, Think like yeah. Marco Kidder. Yeah, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. And just the Fleischer cartoons. It was jet Very black, black, right? Hair. Yeah, yeah, jet black hair. That's probably easier to animate, too, maybe? Probably, yeah. Because like... About you got Clark, who's also got jet black hair. Yeah, and yeah. just like, it makes things easier. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next one is the death of Superman from 2018 and Reign of the Superman from 2019. So, Death of the Superman was written by Peter J. Tomasi, big comic book writer. So that was pretty appropriate, yeah. I'd say. He's writing Rebirth, or he was. He's been doing Rebirth comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's so, good stuff over there. So this one is part of the DC animated movie universe that adapts the New Fifty Two. So it almost kind of fits in the storyline into the new 52 universe in a weird way and uh, we've already covered two films from this continuity that's justice league war and justice league throne of atlantis on patreon at this point. throne of atlantis yes. <laughs> it was uh, okay <laughs> yeah it's all right it's all right it's no aquaman <laughs> it's no aquaman you know Stirring it's review. fine <laughs> we're gonna cover it but i'll tell you right now it was all right it was all right <laughs> Ring endorsement. And yeah. thank you for joining us today <laughs> on our show. Yeah, maybe skip that episode. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. No, definitely listen to <laughs> it. Definitely listen to it. Uh, this version stays more true and faithful to the original storyline, I would argue, than the other versions. Here, Clark and Lois are engaged mm-hmm. beforehand. In Throne of Atlantis. Wait, which one are we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the death of Superman. Oh, we're going back to that. The yeah. topic for today. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. So, I started thinking about Momoa again, and I just went off. Into Something about you that. You talked <laughs> enough about Atlantis. we got to get back to Superman. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Arthur, for goodness sake. For good- <laughs> You're the king of Atlantis. We are royalty. <laughs> Dude, you're fucking... How, how long are we going to scratch each other's backs on this episode? But, man, that, that shit's hilarious, dude. <laughs> My you favorite was the sea turtle line. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
it took me a while to listen to it again because you had sent the link and then I missed it and oh, it wouldn't open yeah. anymore. And then I finally heard it with the episode. But yeah, it's like, I don't know why I said that. You're just going <laughs> to drop trow and lay a sea turtle right here the in front of God and everybody. <laughs> Strangely, and again, we're sucking each other's dicks right now. I yes. get it. But I think those are some of our best <laughs> sketches. It's all right. Nobody listens to them. <laughs> <laughs> Like skipping board, like come on, let's get this shit over with. Maybe chapters in the, in the description. Thank you for the time, time codes in the description, Ben. We did get thanks, and I'm just like, I'm glad that it pulled off. Somebody's doing the time codes, but why are you also doing the time codes? Please leave a please leave us a fucking a comment if you actually do listen to the sketches, because they're the hardest part to edit, man. I feel like Dr. Schreier is like, which part am I in? Yeah. Like, I'm done. And, and a skip. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do. Do mind if I don't. Clickety click. Well, I think I like that we, we just do it for ourselves, really. Pretty much. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's good to laugh, everyone. It's, yes. I think. <laughs> This one, though, is probably the most faithful version of the storyline, the death of, of Superman 2018 movie. Clark and Lois are engaged, and Clark decides, I'm going to tell Lois the truth after talking to the Justice League about it, and he tells her the truth right before he goes into the fight with Doomsday. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Hmm. So, uh, also in the film and in the original comic, both Jonathan and Martha Kent are alive in this, unlike uh, Superman Doomsday, where it's just Martha, or the Snyder films, where it's just Martha. Right. This stays true to post-crisis, where both Jonathan and Martha Kent were alive when Clark becomes Superman, which I personally prefer myself. Uh, film ends with the Superman's death, but the second part, Reign of the Superman, from 2019, uh, continues the storyline and goes into that whole thing of the Reign of the Superman, which we'll go into in a bit. Eliminator uh, or whatever? Jim, what? Eliminator? What's his name? The guy with the, the glasses? Eradicator. Eradicator, yes. yes Eradicator. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that one He's is cool. by Jim Krieg and Tim Sheridan. So... Now that we have the setup, those are the many different adaptations. Let's go a little bit then into what do you think is the most tragic setup when it comes to Lois and Clark before Clark dies? Is it the comics where they were engaged and Lois knows a secret for a little bit? Is it Superman Doomsday where Lois suspects but Superman never really gets to tell her? Is it Batman vs. Superman where Lois and Clark have been living together for a while and Clark doesn't get to propose and he dies before even proposing? Mm. Or is it this last one, Death of Superman, where he does finally tell her and then he dies? Zach? Mm, it's going to be a toss-up between Batman vs. Superman because we all know Snyder as a... What, did, what do you call him, Andrew? A dark boy? And he, dark just, boy. <laughs> he just loves uh, the tragedy and the suffering of his characters. So yes. the, I think him not being able to propose and her finding out later uh, from his mother is particularly tragic. But I do like what you said in the 2018 adaption that she, he has like just revealed his secret identity to her. And then he mm -hmm. goes off and dies. So I think yeah. that's probably pretty powerful. I have not seen that one. I've seen Superman Doomsday. But I have not seen the latest adaptation, the animated one. Reign of Superman? I haven't seen that or uh, what was the Death of Superman. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Batman vs. Superman one, maybe. The fact For that he doesn't reason. even get to propose? Yeah, and they're living together, too, so yeah. there's like kind of a ramp up. But it's also... <clears throat> 
The other option is he's proposed, but they don't get further after that. Or he proposes and then dies. Instead of the reveal of the secret? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it. anyway, my well, answer is Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, because yeah, that, yeah, yeah. the Sorry. other option didn't happen in any of the adaptations. Right, so right, 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 right. Thought of Batman vs. Superman. I pretty much agree because I think that there's... <clears throat> there is... What makes Lois's storyline so poignant in Zack Snyder's Justice League is just knowing that and going through her mourning period and that scene with yeah. Martha, who's really Martha Manhunter. Yeah, Martha Manhunter. <laughs> why have I? Why is this the first time I'm hearing that? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it still doesn't change the fact that it's, it, the emotions she's going through are so tragic and poignant due to the fact that she really did know this man. Okay. For so long, you know. It, was, it wasn't just like, oh, she just found out the secret. Uh, yeah. I, I think in some ways it depends on which perspective you're coming from. With If you're coming from Superman's perspective, right? Him telling her right before going into the fight with Doomsday is almost probably the most tragic version from his perspective because yeah. he, like, finally got to experience what it was like to be out in the open with the woman he loves. Right. And then he's got to go and yeah. die. Yeah. But from Lois's perspective, right? Uh, it's less of a shock and more of a full-on mourning period because right. she spent time with this man. She knows yeah. him. She knows his full history. They live together. Then he goes off and dies, and she's left finding out that he was going to propose, and she's pregnant. Okay. So yeah, I would say <clears throat> I agree with Zach. It's kind of a toss-up between the two, but I would say the edge goes to Batman versus Superman. Isn't that wild? I mean... Yeah. yeah, we weigh all the options, and Snyder's got Snyder the best wins. one in this case. <laughs> yes, maybe not all of them, but yeah. So yeah. Snyder one, others zero. <laughs> We're still so doing far. it. We're still doing it. <laughs> Whedon oh zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, so let's, yeah. let's go into the origins of Doomsday. All right. Because as we said, Doomsday is specifically created in order to kill off Superman. So let's go into it. Do you know? Do you guys know the origins of Doomsday just offhand, just in general, outside of what we saw in BVS? Because obviously that wasn't was always Zod. It was not no. Zod at all. No. <laughs> well, actually, Zach, you go. Sorry. Oh, I I don't remember much. I thought he was like somewhat experimental and was from a different planet. Uh, that's really all I can remember. I don't I don't know if he was created on Earth or not, but I remember it being kind of like an experiment gone wrong, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, isn't it that? But it's Kryptonian DNA, though, right? If not Zod, he's in a Kryptonian. He's an ancient Kryptonian deformity, as Lex Ooh. said. We covered this a good old fashioned, yeah. Yeah. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the original storyline for the death of Superman, Doomsday's origin is a complete secret. He's just kind of randomly in captivity breaks out with his fist that keeps growing the bony protrusions. Mm-hmm. He's in this green getup with red goggles. Uh, okay. which is carried over into the 2018 Death of Return, uh, Death of Superman uh, animated movie. Okay. The origin itself wouldn't be covered until two years after this. Okay. 1994. This is well after Superman's come back. He's okay. back with the mullet, all this type of stuff. <laughs> well after that. I believe the greatest Superman that ever lived. <laughs> there is a... Black yes. suit with the mullet. It doesn't get much better yes. than that. It's amazing. <laughs> I was no. very tempted to grow out my hair. <laughs> into a mullet <laughs> into the mullet for this episode because it was kind of getting there and then it was eventually just like I don't know how you do it it takes a, take like, a while man I, I, I'm like I don't 
Yeah, you could just I get a wig, save some time. <laughs> I should have just good costume. Mullet yeah, you should have gotten a costume wig, costume mullet. Well, yeah. I guess we're redoing this episode. See you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just Photoshop it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CG it in. Yeah, <laughs> it'll look better than what they did with the mustache in Justice League. You got too hot with long hair. The what? You got too hot with long hair. Is that what it's happened? It's just the feeling of the back of my neck being covered. It's oh, you just, don't like it? Yeah, yeah. It's just in uh, general. It doesn't bother me. Well, it I is mean, you're hot, used though. to it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm used to this length. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Superman <laughs> with the long hair. There's a storyline called Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey. And that's where they go into the origin, revealing that Doomsday was created 250,000 years ago. By who? The Owens? By a scientist named Bertron. On ancient Krypton. On ancient Krypton. Now, Bertrand does not seem to be Kryptonian because he's got. He looks like, a, you know, the little green men type alien. Mm. He's an Autobot. He's. <laughs> he's Bertrand. one of the greys. No, he's, he's a Decepticon. <laughs> he's a, he's a Decepticon. <laughs> Bertrand. <laughs> Doomsday. <laughs> he's an Autobot. Doomsday. Roll out. <laughs> so, he was trying to create the ultimate form of life because he wanted to be a god. So he's like, I, in order to become a god, I must create the ultimate form of life. There's a lot of like racial purity kind of shit in DC, <laughs> I'm noticing. After Atlantis and shit. Uh, this is less race related and more of just like, I want to create something immortal. Okay, so creating, creating, he wants to be a god maker, kind of. Kind of, Which yeah. is an insane concept, Because by that the makes way. him even more yeah, he's powerful. A, if he's a god maker, then shit, yeah. you know what I mean? That's insane. That's an For insane sure. position to be in. So that's what he wants, and he <clears> works on this for over 30 years. So uh, there's a baby, I presume a Kryptonian baby. Uh, so he takes this baby, this, this poor defenseless child, and he throws it out into the wilderness to get killed. In the Kryptonian wilderness. Yeah, in the Kryptonian wilderness. Okay. And then he takes the baby back, and he clones it, and throws that one out to get killed. And then he does that over and over again, kills this baby tens of thousands of times. This is insane. It creates, until he's able to come up with what exactly he needs to put into it in order to make it unkillable. Didn't the Spart historically the Spartans would leave their baby out too in the cold? I think or that's something? a legend from 300. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 300 portrayed that, but they based it likely off of some sort real of legend some stuff, sort of yeah. real legend or yeah. a real legend, but not an actual <clears throat> history. Maybe probably. not like the yeah, maybe not. The yeah, world. that's maybe a little bit too much. I feel like the Kryptonian yeah. wilderness has got to be some wild shit. It's like pink, <laughs> pink skies and neon Dr. Seuss landscape with like. <laughs> The Lorax weirdo aliens, <laughs> yeah, weirdo aliens running around. The Lore isn't the Lorax environmentalist too? <laughs> yes, he's, he's the first Kryptonian he's scientist. A Kryptonian. <laughs> you have to save this planet. <laughs> it shall perish in two hundred fifty thousand years. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking piece of orange shit. <laughs> Martin Brown is like that's the version I wanted to play. Just do the voice for him. He's a, he's a bagel, Lorax, but bagel, bagel looking. Well, oh man, that fucking in here. Superman seventy eight coverage was a fucking insane. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and now we're back finally in the format that we had for Superman seventy eight. Yeah, so. we're back. Glad to do that. We're back, baby. This scientist Bertrand he kills this thing tens of thousands of times until it ultimately becomes what he calls the ultimate. That's the early name for Doomsday, but he basically just looks like the full on Doomsday at that point because he's created. He he's killed okay. it enough times that he's killed. Is it so a baby Doomsday though? No, he at this point he looks like full on Doomsday. So that Zach, would be adorable. Zach, please draw a baby Doomsday. <laughs> I know they That's did a baby Dark Side, but I'm like thinking of a baby Doomsday in my head. Google, 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 there is a baby Dark Side, isn't there? 
in some new there is, yes. Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo yeah. comic. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. Batman has to take care death, of death metal or oh, something really? like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got him in a little papoose thing around his. Just I there. need to change your diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put green shorts on you, <laughs> and we shall fight crime together. You're an orphan. <laughs> There's a solution for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a solution for that. <laughs> Here are some green um, fairy boots. <laughs> I have the best ideas. <laughs> You're the target. <laughs> See Joker fair against this. You're probably bulletproof, right? We'll, we'll go out in the field and test it. So, Doomsday somehow has all the memories of his previous selves getting killed by Bertrand. So, ah. once he's unkillable, he ain't happy, so he goes okay. off and kills Bertrand. So, hmm. actually, Doomsday is an Autobot. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doomsday goes out and creates this whole wave of destruction, ending on the planet Kalaton, where he gets defeated by this being of light named the Radiant. <laughs> But we won't go too much into him. The Radiant. Yeah. And uh, okay, he supposedly cool. is killed by it. But again, the thing with Doomsday is you try to kill him with one weapon, he just gets resurrected, and now he can't be destroyed by that thing that you killed him with. So if you oh, shoot yeah. him, he might like bleed from that. But then he's bulletproof after that. So, That's cool. This is Doomsday, right? Yeah, this is Doomsday. And Kalaton is a neighboring planet or some shit? Kalaton is another planet that he ends up on. And somewhere along the way, he ends up on Apocalypse and faces it off against Euxus. Oh, well, you would have to the do future, that. Yeah, the future Darkseid. Doomsday but, versus Darkseid. Yeah. yeah. Clash of the Titans. Apparently, he almost killed Darkseid. <laughs> so, but Darkseid did beat him. Darkseid did beat or He probably just used a away. boom tube got or away. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, wait, 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 Zach. You are totally... Team Doomsday. Oh yeah! In this, interesting, <laughs> interesting. In this case, yeah, because Darkseid he does kind of think out sometimes. He'll just use that boom tube and get out of there. Yeah. Um, I call that being smart, Zach. <laughs> but it's not the true spirit of a warrior. He right. says he's so powerful <laughs> and godlike, and he had to go jump in a boom tube to run away. <laughs> mm. So when Doomsday supposedly dies, they wrap him up in that green outfit and the red goggles. And chains because that's actually their burial ritual. Okay, from the planet Calaton, and oh, then shit. they ship them off. Any? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm for some reason I'm interested in Calaton. Anybody else from Calaton? Not that I know off the top of my head. Okay, that's where I they mean, did the, the radiant. That's <laughs> where the Peloton bike comes from. Calaton, <laughs> the low hanging fruit, man. That's, we kill Doomsday, fruit. and also we'll get you in shape. <laughs> Tasty yeah. fruit, yes. If you want to defeat Doomsday, get a Peloton. <laughs> Peloton, we are open for other sponsors. Batman training uh, sketch (laughs) that only us will listen to. (laughs) Only we will. That's some crazy burial outfit, though. You know, it looks like his hands are tied behind his back. Like they're thinking he's going to come back. That's weird. They wanted to basically contain him so that his essence wouldn't go into the afterlife. That's why there's a way to do that, huh? Yeah. Okay. So. They didn't want his essence to go to the afterlife, but turns out he ain't dead anyway because oh. they ship him off and he lands, of course, into the core of the Earth for several decades or hundreds of years, mm-hmm. and then he ends up breaking out just in time to fight Superman and kill him. So okay, uh, during the big fight, Doomsday is named Doomsday because Booster Gold mm-hmm. says, quote, it's the arrival of Doomsday. So technically, ah. Booster Gold names him. He wasn't called Doomsday before. Well, shit, man. But I would argue Booster Gold comes from the future. So does he say the arrival of Doomsday because he's talking about metaphorically or 
does he know who Doomsday is? And he's like, oh shit, it's the arrival of this Doomsday. So there's a grandmother paradox <laughs> there you go. with yeah. the name of Doomsday <laughs> and Booster Gold. Potentially. That's me reading into it. They didn't. They don't play it off like that in the comic, but that was me reading it being like, wait a minute. They probably forgot correct. They probably forgot Booster Gold was from the future when they wrote <laughs> like, it. Just like... If it was Guy Gardner <laughs> saying that, then sure. But when it's Booster Gold, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> where's, this, where's this blue guy from again? Blue and gold. <laughs> Ah, so. fuck it, whatever. <laughs> By the way, there is a lot of Booster Gold fans oh, out yeah. there. It's insane. They want they want that Booster Gold TV show or movie. The mo- yes. What yeah. is the uh, look? I like them, okay. But is it mainly because of that Justice League cartoon episode or Unlimited? two that he was in? I, I or is would, he just has a huge I, presence in the comics? I think it's the Justice League International comics, really. That's really it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, he is funny. I he's, get he's it. He's also kind of like a PG Deadpool, if you think about it. Like he's <clears throat> yeah. comedic. Yeah. Sometimes you know breaks the fourth wall in a way yeah 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 but he's you know again a pg version okay that. so that could be why i'm just surprised because he's currently i'd say c or d lister <laughs> yeah like overall i like, feel like once he gets a movie if especially if you get like a big dave comedic actor in there, yeah yeah he's now a list another zachary levi type somebody that's originally oh, yeah. a comedic person yeah yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it would be, it would be cool <clears throat> i'm not a fan of booster I don't know. <laughs> you like uh, Eisenberg uh, Lex more, so. Now get him to play Booster Gold. <laughs> we're talking then. <laughs> like, I I, he's, I like... A, he's twitching too much to fucking travel through time, I think, bro. Yeah. Gotta... <laughs> you got to be uh, calm for that. Yeah. I like him in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, but I just mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see like a whole series about him. But, you know, maybe I'm, I'm stupid, and I, I, if I watched it, I would like it, so. Maybe I don't. I, maybe I don't know what I need. So. A call to all Booster Gold fans. I don't know what I need. <laughs> call to all Booster Gold fans. Let us know in the comments. So you can tell Zach if he's stupid. <laughs> Dude, you invited this shit. So I'm gonna apologize to Zach. I'm so, Zach. I just. Zach, I won't read the that. comments this time. Yeah, skip, maybe skip that one. Let's skip that one. Like like our audience skips the sketches. Yeah. <laughs> We should just throw a sketch in unexpectedly (laughs) somewhere in the middle. Not quite in the middle. In the middle of a sentence somewhere. That'll get him. (laughs) We're switching it up on you. So the biggest thing to remember is... Dr. Fate, it is I, the Spectre, and I have come for your cheese sandwich. That shit looks incredible. It has been too long since I've had such a delicious morsel. And it just so happens that you not only have the powers of cheese sandwich making, but also the ability to send said cheese sandwich into the astral plane. And if sent into said astral plane, I can finally eat said morsel. Spectre, your request has been considered. There is only one problem. It is my cheese sandwich that you are asking for. So you are refusing to send me that cheese sandwich? It is my cheese sandwich. Need I remind you, I have also not eaten in 50 years because when I remove this helmet, I am no longer fate. We find ourselves at an impasse of the cheese sandwich variety. If only I had bought more bread and cheese at the market to make more than one sandwich. Feels like that would have definitely solved some things. Hey guys, this looks fucking great! Yum 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 yum. All right, see you later. That guy shows up out of nowhere all the time. 
So we find ourselves at yet another impasse. I will follow you on the astral plane to the supermarket. Follow me, Spectre, as I open the astral plane into Whole Foods. Ah, yes. What cheese did you get again? Of course, I got the sharp cheddar. Never mess with the classic. Indeed. The Spectre loves his cheddar sharp. Yes, indeed. And what bread would you prefer? A nice brioche would do fine. You have good taste, Spectre. No one's worried about this bucket on your head. It's what gives me the power to bring us into Whole Foods. You must be a regular here. Okay. All right. Now that we have all the ingredients, let's go to Tommy over here. Tommy, I have returned with a friend for ingredients for my sandwiches. Hey, man. Nice to see you back here, man. All right. That's going to be 5732. Tommy, is this sufficient currency? That's, that's enough. Thank you. You can keep the change. Looks like there's no change. This is exact, but yeah, sure, whatever. You'll keep the change next time when I have more money. Anyways, to the kitchen, Spectre. Finally, a grilled cheese from Dr. Fate. Never seen such beauty, such lush cheesiness. Very well. Astro Fate has intervened and fed you. Oh my god. Incredible. Unfortunately, during our time with this cheese sandwich, the world has been taken over by evil dictators. It seems like fate should have intervened. You know, we'll get to that. Right now, there are some real cheese sandwiches we should be eating. Spectre, I think there were a few evil men who needed vengeance upon them. Ah, we'll get to it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Indeed, wizard. Welcome to the astral plane. Yes, indeed. And what the fuck? Most of the bloody world has gone to fucking shit. We're going to have to do some time fuckery or something for this. Oh. We're talking real bad post-nuclear Mad Max shit happening. This is real bad. What a world. Mad Max put it all together and... Great movie. What? What could be the reason that you... Have not intervened, Dr. Fate, and you. I see you as well, the Indeed Wizard sees all. You two alone could have stopped all of this. I don't have the magical power for this. Oh, our bad. We were eating cheese sandwiches. Wait, 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 wait. You're eating these these stupid cheese sandwiches? That's the reason there's nuclear holocaust happening? Indeed, Wizard, we have not eaten in 50 years. Well, they do look absolutely scrumptious, but we're going to have to do some time fuckery and get back to it. Join me in the hat, combining my magical coconuts with the Spectre's ability and with the Naboo thing that you have on your head. We'll figure it out. It'll be better than the Speed Force thingy. So, yes, chop chop. Let's do it right away. I will bring the sandwiches. Sandwiches, come. Ah, uh, yes, I see you're making them float with you. Uh, perfect. I'm going to need one as well. Boston Brand, you will be condemned for all eternity. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tempt me. <laughs> do not tempt me. So let's go into the adaptations then of the different versions of Doomsday we've seen. Superman Doomsday kind of stuck to the original comic in saying that they didn't know who he is. They, he's not explained. He's not said to be specifically Kryptonian either. 
he's basically seems like he's a horrific lab experience. They shipped off and they hope that they would get rid of him and he ends up crash landing on Earth you know, thousands of years ago until Lex Luthor's Project Apple Core ends up finding him in the middle of the Earth. Project Apple Core? Yeah, because he's trying to get the, the core uh, energies for his he's own energy project. He's trying to defeat 90s Steve Jobs, who's already <laughs> not even part of Apple at this time. <laughs> So uh, they kind of leave it a mystery. So I would classify this as mysterious origin for Doomsday. You just mm-hmm. never find out okay. in the Superman Doomsday continuity. Okay. Next one is, of course, Batman v Superman. We cover this extensively <laughs> in, in four episodes, four yeah. or five episodes. Zach watched the fifth episode, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Doomsday yeah. is... Not enough. Lex not Luthor's, enough. Doomsday is Lex Luthor's attempt to resurrect General Zod and turn him into a weapon against Superman in case Batman fails to kill him, which of course happens. Is that the first time Zod was made into Doomsday? Zod probably? directly is made into Doomsday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a great, great though, within their little universe they had. It fits. Using the characters yeah. they already had. Yeah. And then great. to use that again to resurrect Superman. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. that's great. So here, Lex names him Doomsday. You know, you're Doomsday as he emerges. Uh, <laughs> this Doomsday comes out pretty naked. He doesn't have the bony protrusions yet, which yeah. did get criticized because some people were calling him like an orc. But he stuff. did get him, though, he after, does get him during developed. the fight. Yeah, because yes. he, yeah. he gets nuked. He gets blown yeah. up. And he, he, he becomes the more traditional Doomsday. Yeah, 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 which was, so, which was cool. I feel like that's excusable. Yeah. Uh, it's also revealed that he is not the original Doomsday. The Kryptonian computer uh, references a previous version during the time that Lex decides to create it. And Zack oh, Snyder yeah. confirmed that the ancient Doomsday does exist and destroyed Krypton's moon, Wegthor, which we brought up Wegthor, in, in the yes. Man of Steel coverage. So Poor Wegthor. <laughs> and then, last but not least... <laughs> Did he least, jump from Krypton to Wegthor? <laughs> <laughs> He hopped on Probably that. Probably could, honestly. He, yeah. So he has powers even under that sun. Uh, I mean, he is pretty powerful. It's got different rules this than Superman good, does. That's a good point, because he's technically Kryptonian. Right. But if you put him on Krypton, he'd still destroy everybody. It's not like he... So he's got he, powers outside. So he's amplified under Yellow Sun, probably. But he's already probably. got insane powers anyway. He rode that so red, red light. the moon. <laughs> That's red, how I got there. The red, the red light, red lights won't do anything on uh, on on Doomsday, huh? Probably. I mean, let's say you take away take away his super strength. He still has regular strength, and I still wouldn't want to mess with that. Let's just put it yeah, that yeah, way. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like him at quote unquote normal strength is like twice as much as like the toughest dude on Earth. Right. So that's still like pretty bad. By the way, speaking of this stuff. It's so uh, I found out a little bit too late in the game probably about this, but if you if Superman's under a red light, mm-hmm. then Kryptonite doesn't do anything to him, right? It's the combination of yellow sun, the yellow sun energy, the thing that gives him his power, mm-hmm. is also the thing that gives him the weakness to Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. But True. you give him Kryptonite under red light, fucking nothing. Probably right. Well, uh, so I don't know how long the exposure to red light is. Probably depends on the writer, but right. Like the way this is all balanced out is really kind of interesting. I think. Could be interesting. You yeah. save Superman from Kryptonite by shining the red light on him. Yeah, right. Because red light just removes the powers. It doesn't necessarily hurt like Kryptonite does. Kryptonite doesn't necessarily unless there's an overexposure of it, which we saw in Superman and Lois. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So interesting. We'll probably there's probably some comic storyline where he gets saved from the Kryptonite with mm-hmm. the red light. This guy, like, somebody must have had yeah. that already. Yeah. Uh, the death of Superman. Doomsday has a very different origin. He's created by Darkseid. Oh, as shit. revealed in Reign of the Superman. 
this doomsday was set from Apocalypse to kill Superman specifically so that Darkseid could make way for his invasion, his next invasion, since he tried beforehand in the Justice League War movie. Okay. So uh, he's discovered in the ocean by Atlanteans and Lex Luthor's scientists, and of course Doomsday kills the Atlanteans and Lex Luthor's scientists and then goes off to oh, man. On his rampage. Okay. So yeah. <clears throat> we have multiple different origins for Doomsday. Which one do you think is the best? Let's recap. So we have the ancient Kryptonian clone uh, who got shipped off from Peloton. And then we got Superman <laughs> Doomsday, where it's not really explained. We got BVS, where it's Lex Luthor res- resurrecting Zod. And then okay. we got the death of Superman, where it's just like Darkseid created him. So, mm. Zach, what do you think out of those? I Even though I haven't seen it, I actually like the idea that Darkseid created him. Because mm. he's already gray. I just figure, like, the, he looks like he could come from <laughs> Apocalypse. I kind of like that, that he actually would be, like, this creation of Darkseid. So... I, I don't know. That sounds pretty cool. Um, otherwise, I like the more mysterious origin where we don't really know what he is. I think that makes him a little bit scarier. And I do like in Batman versus Superman the fact that it's all tied together within their universe that they've created. I just yep. don't like that he is only around for a little while. Uh, it's kind of like the same problem of what having Venom at the end of Spider-Man 3. It just is yep. like you see him for like a what, maybe 15 minutes and then it's done. I just feel like it's kind of, he's wasted as a character. But it, it works in that storyline, his origin does. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Andrew? Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> so the original comic. The original, yeah. I mean, I like them all. but Me too. Um, that, but the, the Calat- Calaton. Calaton. Calaton is where it's kind of amb- ambiguous as well, though. What part is ambiguous? Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, but yeah. I, I, sorry, it's just so so much back to back really quickly. But yes, I like the Kaliton one. <clears throat> okay, so the original yeah. one where he was a Kryptonian clone that kept getting killed and and killed. Oh, yes, I do like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, then yeah he ends yeah. up with Kaliton and they kill him and by uh, Bertrand. Yeah, yeah, from Bertrand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Decepticon guy. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> yes. No, Dan that Jerry is cool. I, yeah. Yes, that is that is my answer officially. Yes, okay. I did like that one. Yes, I, it, yeah, it would I, be I so too. cool if Granny Goodness like tortured <laughs> him though. You that know, would also I, make I could sense. see the same origin of like a clone and everything, but like mm-hmm. you can just see Granny Goodness like torturing a little dark sideish baby and then becoming <laughs> the big monster. I don't know. I could just see it happening on Apocalypse. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. I do like the simplicity. Yeah, of Darkseid creating Doomsday. That is true. That's However, true. there's just something to the idea of it feeling to me like a perfect origin with the whole clone getting killed and re-killed thing in terms of explaining that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to have like the you know. really mad scientist thing that pretty much yeah. always works. Mm-hmm. You know? I think so. So, so yeah. it's been... I My vote is for that. So that's two against one. Sorry, Zach, but we're going off the comic. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We'll so see in the like, comments who's wrong. <laughs> I don't know if you want to see him. Man. Those Booster Gold fans <laughs> are going to be coming droves, you. dude. <laughs> so we are at comic one. Everyone else zero right now for the Doomsday Origin. Find out what's going to happen in the death of Superman after the break. Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my friend Alex. Hi. And we do a show called No More Whoppers. Some call it corn. We call it therapy. We're adults with the virility of men. Want to hear us read snack food copy and talk about Japanese chips? Too bad! Join us every month or so on the Greenlight Podcast Network. Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying 
time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all. As you might have heard, Superhero Stuff You Should Know has now teamed up with BarkBox. For every month, you get a box for your special canine. Pooches! Or hounds. That's right, one free extra month if you go to BarkBox.com slash SuperheroStuffPod. Follow the link and you'll get a free extra month valued at $35 and valid for all multi-length plans. So get the BarkBox for your hound, for your pooch, for your canine. Your doggo will thank you. So let's go into the, the comic book version of the Death okay. of Superman. Doomsday goes on a cross-country rampage, and he ends up fighting not Superman first, but the Justice League. Now, okay. I want to preface which Justice League this is, because this ain't, you know, the Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> this is... It's the, the Z-listers. <clears throat> Guy Gardner. Okay. Not as a Green Lantern. He's been kicked out by the Green Lantern Corps what? at this point. <laughs> so he he's was, using, like, a yellow ring. Or he like was too mouthy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, fire <laughs> and ice. For the, for the Owens. Fire and ice. Blue beetle. The Ted Cord blue beetle. Okay. Booster gold. Okay. Uh, Maxima. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Bloodwind, who is actually not Bloodwind. He's actually Martian Manhunter in disguise. So technically, ah. we do have an original Justice League. Spoilers for 20-year-old comics. Oh. <laughs> 20-year-old comics. 30-year-old 30, 30 comics. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, as well as well, she's not part of the Justice League, but Supergirl does try to help out at okay. some point. But this is the main core that this Trace was League, the Justice League at this time. At this time, yeah, partially Weak. due to the Justice League International <clears throat> comics, yeah. Okay, which are right. fun, but I still wouldn't have them to go up against the Doomsday. Out of this, out of this roster, who's yeah. everybody's favorite? Oh man, uh, this roster, yeah. <laughs> you have a tough time. I mean, Martian Manhunter, obviously. Okay. But okay. Like, yeah, his his alter ego is pretty cool. Yeah, but there is a real Bloodwind though, because I was looking up and just like, is he just for some reason disguised as Bloodwind? Bloodwind sounds like the Image Wildcats character or something. You know, Image Comics. Wild. Or, it sounds like an Image Comic character, or yeah. it started out as Image anyway. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. I guess my that, that's Probably my blue. That's such a '90s name, Bloodwind. <laughs> well, for why too? Probably Blue Beetle. Of course, of course, Blue Beetle. I I'm not yeah, saying I think, this just I think to spite Zach, one. but I'd go out of You're this group. I'd go with Booster Gold. <laughs> you go with Booster Gold. Anyway. Out of this, out of this lineup. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man! Uh, Superman is on Cat Grant's talk show when he hears about this Doomsday massacre, and he springs into action. Doomsday nearly kills the Justice League Z-listers. <laughs> Because well, they're all Z-listers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no offense to the Z-listers that don't exist, but and then there, we have an amazing moment where Doomsday is in a department store and he hears uh, this wrestling promo event being like, "Do you like to fight? Fight the greatest and just you know watch yeah. us have the greatest <laughs> fights in this wrestling ring. Come to Metropolis." And Doomsday is like, "I like to fight. I'll come to Metropolis." This is oh, how they set up like Macho Man and Randy Savage. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Brother. Just let me just preface this real quick. Yes. I never read this run, even though it was on the Reddit sub list of, <laughs> of, of recommended readings because I was so into Superman, I didn't want to see him die. Okay? Mm. So I was too emotionally attached to read, to read it. And so you're telling me that in the most epic, one of the most epic Superman runs of all time, the villain's motive... Is this, <laughs> is this wrestling promo? Stems from this wrestling promo? If it weren't for WWE, I'll show Superman you a picture of him. <laughs> this is ridiculous. 
It's the blonde guy with a mustache. That's uh, Macho Man Randy Savage right there. We have this guy to and blame. Hulk Hogan. We have this guy to blame. That's he's, right. Yeah, he's the reason why Superman's dead. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why they thought this was the best motivation as opposed to it just following Superman home. You yeah, know? he wants to. He wants to be the last Kryptonian or something, something like that. I mean, Not this fair, fucking wrestling promo. They didn't know that he was Kryptonian at the time, or they hadn't come off his origin yet. Because they're just like, we need some big guy to kill Superman. Let's just do this version. Do you have a rewrite <laughs> coming up in in later on this episode? Because I, I want to hear the Ben Juan rewrite. <laughs> I, I think this. the rewrite is in the adaptations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> would, would you like to hear the dialogue that is he's saying on the TV? Yes. The Doomsday. Oh, yes. I, or the Doomsday. That's all I want to hear. <clears throat> okay. So they're fighting in the in Lexmart, by the way. And uh, this is yes, what's yes, yes. this is what's playing on the TV. <clears throat> hey you, yeah, I'm talking to you. Come closer. <laughs> you don't want to miss a single moment of the greatest spectacle in the history of professional wrestling. I'm talking tag teams. I'm talking <laughs> steel cages. I'm talking knockdown, drag out grudge matches. I'm talking about. War Bash 9000 this weekend, this weekend, this weekend at the Metropolis Arena. I'm Mayor Mayhem <laughs> Troopers, and I'm out for blood. I'm talking on the Mighty Gorilla. Uh, hold on. I'm taking on. I'm taking on the Mighty Gorilla, Ugly Ben Studley, and the Mass Bone Crusher, and I will prevail. This time it's war. You know what? I take it back. It's I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No notes. And he's just saying it's at the Metropolis Marine Arena. <laughs> Imagine if Snyder put this in BVS. <laughs> yeah, everybody'd be like, "Man, Snyder, what are you doing?" And they could, as always, you could be like, "Look at the comics, man." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously this didn't make it to any of the adaptations. Oh man, dude! But Doomsday's <laughs> like, I want to fight. I'm going to Metropolis. So he comes to Metropolis, oh, and Superman shit, man. dukes him out. And Superman's like, Let me try this. And so he tries to grab him and fly him up into the atmosphere. But Doomsday like fights him off too quickly in order to get all the way up. Okay. Uh, Superman. So he tries to leave the city, not do any city damage. Yeah. In this. Okay. All right. Uh, so Superman, due to the fact that in post-crisis, part of his power is, is sort of this layer of invulnerability that he has on him. That's oh, yeah. how he can like yeah. go through uh, different like explosions and his costume still intact. Okay. Uh, as opposed to the other explanation where it's a Kryptonian cloth. Now, right. obviously, they in some ways they do a combination of it later on, but Superman's costume starts stripping off due to the mm-hmm. fact that his powers are being depleted. He's using up too much of his energy. So okay. that shield is no longer there. That's why you see him all tattered in the famous okay. images that we have here. Uh, so they fight in front of the Daily Planet building. Like you do. And, as you do, because that's the best place for you to fight. It's yeah. in front of a newspaper. And uh, Superman, like, I got to punch him real hard in order to kill him. So yeah. Superman and Doomsday <laughs> punch each other so hard, the windows of the Daily Planet shatter. Oh, yeah. Sonic and boom. It's, it's a death punch for both of them. So Doomsday dies from this, and Superman is dying, and Lois goes to uh, Superman, and he's like, Doomsday, is he? And she's like, you know, he's dead. You saved everybody. And Superman dies in peace in the most iconic one of the most iconic images and endings in comics yeah so 
let's go into the different adaptations of this that left out the wrestling stuff, which is the best part, obviously. (laughs) Superman Doomsday, the comic book version happens at night. I mean, uh, sorry, the comic book version happens during the day. The Superman Doomsday sets it at night. Yes. Uh, And Doomsday mainly fights the military. There's no Justice League. There's no Supergirl here. Okay. He mainly fights the military. It's a Superman-focused movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman fights Doomsday on the streets, and Doomsday makes him bleed in a very dark moment that you guys might remember, where like blood splatters on Lois Lane's face when she's mm-hmm. nearby. This is a DC animated movie from what year? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. <clears throat> okay, I actually think I might have seen this, even though I just didn't. I didn't read the comic. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise there. <laughs> Too many words, I expect. <laughs> I don't like words, man. <laughs> Zach, didn't, Zach didn't see the death and rain, death of Superman, and rain of Superman. So, <laughs> I've seen a great deal of the animated ones, DCAU, DCAU, yeah, but yeah. they they didn't really do the storyline on that one. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, these movies are outside of the DCAU. Yeah. The Timverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Superman sees that Doomsday is about to kill a little girl and so Superman grabs him flies him out into space and he's more successful than the comic book version he flies him out of the atmosphere then brings him back down and that ends up killing both of them epic suplex yeah (laughs) so Lois finds Superman and tells him he protected them all and Superman's last words are good that's all that matters and then he dies okay yeah BVS cowboy death alright so like in Superman Doomsday this happens at night and he mainly fights the military uh, before he ends up fighting the DC Trinity, joined together for the first time in this entire continuity. So instead right. of fighting the Z-listers of the Justice League of the 90s, the Doomsday fight brings together the DC Trinity, okay. which is kind of cool. Uh, and then yeah. Lois Lane helps Superman get the Kryptonite Spear, and Superman says goodbye to Lois, saying, quote, this is my world, you are my world. And then he flies off with a spear, spears Doomsday, Doomsday stabs him, with one of his bony protrusions, but Superman impales himself further just to kill him. Doomsday, sacrificing himself in the vein of King Arthur and Excalibur. Check out our Patreon episode yeah. where we cover that influence. Yeah. So, uh, then lastly, the Death of Superman movie obviously covers the Death of Superman. It's in the title. The fight happens during the day and then goes so long it goes into night. So they did the ultimate compromise here oh. of doing that. Uh, like in the comic, the fight happens across all of the United States, not just in Metropolis, like in the previous movies. Yeah, I think that's that's a good addition. I think so too. Because if, I mean, with beings at this power level, yeah, you're going to be all over the place, yeah. and there's going <laughs> to all of the world. There's going to be city damage. <laughs> yes. Uh, at the you know because of Doomsday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, it's just going to happen. Uh, Doomsday fights the traditional Justice League, so we have the A-listers here. Okay, Hawkman, Green Lantern, The Flash, Batman, Aquaman, Hell Martian yeah. Manhunter, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and Fire Doomsday. <laughs> what? No. Fire and Ice. No, they're not here. Maxima. <laughs> she just grows big, right? She's like an Adam Man kind of thing. I think that's Giganta. Oh, she Maxima? looks like an X-Men knockoff. I've never heard of her, and when I looked at her in the comic, she looks kind of like a a random X-Men character to me. She's another warrior woman type. Yeah. Basically. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I don't know that much more about her, but anyway, I think it's more impressive when Doomsday nearly kills the A-list Justice League as opposed to Booster Gold and Bloodwind. And yeah, he can just like walk through them. <laughs> no offense to our Booster Gold lovers out there, but... So Superman has to face off against Doomsday. This is the only adaptation where Superman's suit is as fucked up as in the comics. In yeah. Superman Doomsday, it's mainly his cape that gets shat, like ripped off, but his suit is pretty much intact. And then, so, so even the BBS comic in, stabbed. Even the comic in '92, yeah, it that is supposed to be his his suit is a Kryptonian sh- uh, 
kind of armor kind of thing. Well, it's his invulnerable. It's his power. It is his power. It has that layer of protecting that I was talking about. So it's so even in '92, it had changed from uh, something that his mom sewed or some shit. Uh, a, the, the Kryptonian blankets thing. Yeah. yeah, the blanket thing. It was already shifted from that. Yeah, where it yeah. was like it was something that his mom sewed from man-made <clears throat> materials, but he had an invulnerability shield around it due to part of his powers. And so, so you his tell bugs his and stuff don't bleeding. stick to him. Yeah, that too. When he's flying, <laughs> so you, could tell, yeah. you could tell that he was dying and his energy was being depleted. His powers were being depleted because of the fact that that shield was wearing off. So now he was like half naked fighting Doomsday and stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, so in this okay. version, uh, Superman sees Doomsday coming after Lois Lane. Okay. And about to kill him. And Lois stands up against Doomsday, throwing rocks at him and stuff. And Superman <laughs> sees Doomsday. <laughs> and he does like basically a supersonic fly into him. Punching him so hard, it causes Doomsday's head to turn 180 degrees and snap his neck. Damn. In the process, yeah. In the process, (laughs) Superman is impaled by Doomsday Spike, but it's all to save the woman he loves. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lois tells him that he saved everyone, and Superman says, it's all I ever wanted except you. What a lucky man I was. And then he well, damn. Um, so emotional. So it is a hell of a scene. I think Superman can get a little violent with fighting Doomsday. Yeah. I think I we can so. have him. It's we could even have a Zod neck snap with Zoom with Doomsday <laughs> if we wanted. You know, yeah. it'd be it'd be all right. I think everybody yeah. excuses this one. I don't think there's yeah. anybody online being yeah. like, "You could have locked up Doomsday." I'm like, well, "No, you couldn't." Have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you no, really couldn't. Have. Maybe a Phantom Zone, but even then, <laughs> yeah, prepare to yeah, you say goodbye to everyone else you put in the Phantom Zone at that point. <laughs> He's gonna kill everybody. Doomsday would kill everybody in the Phantom Zone. So this is the problem that we have. Sorry, Zod. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. So perhaps, perhaps, yeah, a little violent when it comes to Doomsday. So let's then vote on what our favorite is out of these in terms of the deaths. We have the original comic where Doomsday fights the B-Team Justice League, then sees a wrestling promo and decides he he has to fight Superman in Metropolis, and then they punch each other to death. Then we have Superman Doomsday where there's no Justice League fight. Superman and Doomsday fight just in Metropolis, and then they basically do the... The ultimate suplex is what you were talking about, dropping from the Earth's <laughs> yes, atmosphere. Yes, yes. BVS, the fight brings the DC Trinity together to eventually inspire the Justice League. Superman uses the Kryptonite spear, gets impaled by uh, Doomsday's like bone thing, and then the death of Superman, where Justice the entire A-list Justice League is injured. Superman saves Lois Lane by flying so hard into Doomsday, it snaps the guy's neck with the super punch. Well, you make me want to watch The Death of Superman then because that sounds like the best (laughs) version out of all of them. It's like taking the best ideas from all the other versions and Mm -hmm. putting them together. And I can't believe... I guess that was the current Justice League of the time because Mm -hmm. I can't believe they wouldn't have thought like for such a big event, for such a big threat, you wouldn't already include all the traditional right. yeah, justice right. league members to show right. how right. how powerful you know doomsday is so that sounds really cool i'm gonna watch it andrew i love silly things so i'm going with the comic version <laughs> <laughs> after hearing zach's rendition of uh of the dialogue uh yes definitely definitely the comics version for me uh i am going to side with I, I know zach was just hearing it uh but as someone who saw it, I, my vote is for the Death of Superman movie because okay. of just how emotional it is. 
uh, especially when you see the full context of Lois Lane seeing this man sacrifice right. himself, right. who had just told her who he really was. Right, right, right. Uh, and that's what happens when you have. I think the advantage of the Death of Superman 2018 movies, you have this whole movie to set this up. Right. As opposed to Superman Doomsday, where it's just like, we got to make this happen in the first 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or BVS, where it's just like, oh, we're doing the Death of Superman, I guess. So <laughs> in yeah. the final third act. Yeah. yeah. Here it's like, it's you know the whole thing's leading up to it. Yeah. You know what's going to happen because it's in the title and you know the comic, or you at least have an idea of what happened in the comic. And I think it's portrayed so well and unexpectedly too, because I was just like, eh, okay, another adaptation, and I know what's going to happen. But then it's just like, even when you know what's going to happen, it doesn't change the emotions that come up right. with it. So, my vote is for the death of Superman. So nice. That's uh, what the suplex. That's that's the super punch. That super punch. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. So we got. All right. So we got one point for the comic, one point for Snyder, one point for the death of Superman. Were you planning on zero, count- zero for Joss Whedon for this one? <laughs> your point we want to emphasize that the most. <laughs> no I wasn't planning on the points because I didn't know how you guys would vote and here we are and yet here we are so we still don't know uh, on that one bonus then do you have a preference for Superman's last words we have Ooh. a choice between the comic where he's like doomsday is he we have in the first animated movie that's all that matters when it comes to saving people uh, we have Superman doing his last words before he even goes into the final fight with Doomsday saying, this is my world, you are my world mm. in BVS. And then we have this last one with the death of Superman where he says, it's all I ever wanted except you. What a lucky man I was. Zach, any yeah. preferences? That one right there, the last one. Last one? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. The yeah. last one is really really hits hard, I think. I think so. Yeah. Too. It's, the only, it's the only one where he expresses pretty much everything that all the other versions were trying to express in terms of caring about other people yes. yeah plus his love for lois it's like a combination of the comic yeah. version and the bvs one so the snyder one uh when it says uh, you are my world or whatever yeah. mm. it's pretty good too just because it kind of hints at like him having to choose worlds or he didn't really have it but it was sort of there in man sort of, of steel there, yeah. with him and zod <clears throat> and yeah. it's especially in your rewrite that was in a patreon i think in that we did episode, yeah uh you know, if if they did that one, it would have really like your version would have sent that line further. That's true, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. I oh, s- that's my second pick. I'd say yeah, that's that's my second choice as well. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. because it's, it's the power of that, and he's like, he knows he's about to die, and he says that as a way to say goodbye to her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a good one. Yeah. So, uh, Snyder, close second on that. But anyway, that now puts two points for the death of Superman. Okay. Movie. Pretty okay. good considering Zach hasn't seen it. I might rewatch mm-hmm. it. It's been years. I saw it years and years ago. Thank you guys for doing research for this episode. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, we're learning with the I audience. Re- I read the books. Andrew watches the cartoons. <laughs> you read the comic books like an adult. <laughs> Ben's so. reading the real adult stuff. There's no pictures. In that book, he's what? got right there. What is going on here, man? <laughs> There's nothing. It's all <laughs> pros. I feel like fucking Gaston. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no words. There's no pictures in here. 
It is a tale as old as time, the death and return of Superman. So we'll come back from the break. In the Kevin, Kevin Smith Hollywood Babylon, that song really? makes makes um uh, what's his host name uh, Ralph uh, Garman yeah. makes him cry on command. Really, he they talk about that and they make fun of him. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, if he hears a tale tell as old as time, he they they tested it. He starts crying in the podcast. It triggers him like that. Anyway. Well, Ralph, if you're listening to this, <laughs> we met you once. Sorry about that. <laughs> we met Ralph Garman briefly. We did. Briefly, yes. yeah. His he was cool. Adam West impression. So, Superman is dead. What's going to happen next? Well, we're going to return with the return of Superman next week. So stay tuned for that, and we will have the final tally on which one is the best version of the death and return of Superman. And that is superhero stuff you should know. Cool. So we have a few fan comments that we want to go over. First is from David Santos, who basically addressed our topic on Jumpa from the Themyscira episode. <laughs> uh, Jumpa being yes. the kangaroo that Wonder Woman was riding. David says, quote, The point of the kangaroos was that they represented motherhood, which I guess makes sense given the pouch in the front. Yes, you know? I think that's what that's about. Yeah. Right? So everything that Marston wrote about was about femininity. femininity say that three times. Femininity. Power, which I think we also pretty clearly addressed during the episode. So, yeah, thank you, yeah. David, for that insight. We hadn't thought about that before, but thank you. They're still silly, yeah, even as, even something as kind of silly as that. There's yeah. still a sort of a deeper meaning there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I any so animal too. can have a be a symbol for because mothers in every obviously every species, almost every species of animal, yeah. but to have like a physical pouch, a marsupial, mm-hmm. there's something to that, especially. Physically, but I don't know if she's ever. <laughs> is there anything ever inside the pouch while they're jumping? That's how she rides it, right? She gets wow. in the pouch <laughs> and Kangaroo <laughs> jumps around. <laughs> Remember in the Simpsons episode where they go to Australia, they jump in and then they're like, oh, it's all sticky. It's not like in the cartoons or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Thank you, David, for pointing that out. Yes, that's an awesome comment. Next one is from John Irons with a Z. Any relation? And that's a name that will be very relevant for the next episode. But anyway, John Irons was commenting on the interview that we had with uh, Lee and Janet Scott Batchelor, who were the writers on Batman Forever, who talked about how they couldn't really find an origin story for Riddler. John Irons brings up, quote, the animated series gave the Riddler an origin story before Forever, which is true. That came out in mm-hmm. 1992. Right. A few years, uh, right the same year that Batman Returns came out, so it's not like the Batchelors were already you know, writing it when the episode came about. Yeah, they were contacted probably around that time. Yeah. But I would also say that they were yeah. probably given comics to look at, not oh, like yeah. the cartoon yeah. and stuff. They might, so they might not, because again, we don't, they didn't have HBO Max to tune into in yeah, 1993 yeah, 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 to yeah. be like, okay, there's this episode we can just randomly find. They were probably, they, they probably could have been like, could you send me a VHS of that cartoon? <laughs> but maybe that didn't even happen. They were like, oh, I, you got the comics. I feel like though that Two Faces Death is very similar to how he's defeated in uh, Two Face Part Two of the animated series. I always thought that that, that, that was really close. <clears throat> yes, but I would say the cartoon didn't originate that with the coins. Yeah, I, must I be from the comics, right? Just throwing a bunch of coins in his face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, Why didn't I think of this earlier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's like, damn it. And this way it kills him, kind of. <laughs> Whew. One less idiot in Gotham. <laughs> or two less idiots, anyway. And then the last comment is from Daniel Diaz, 
talking about our Batman musical. Oh yeah, episode. one of the one of my favorites. Yeah, personally, mm-hmm. just because it's so. <laughs> The songs are out there, and they're it's just like yeah. almost completely made. And anyway, mm-hmm. Batman what, musical goes. That's go what our podcast is for, is for yeah. that type of project. Yeah. So Daniel Diaz says, "quote If I had the time, ambition, and effort, I would happily attempt to make a parentheses cheap stage version of this." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, we would love to see it, Daniel, if you're able to do that. That's but awesome. Yeah. You would need the time, yeah. ambition, and effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, thank you for that. Over to you, Andrew. Okay, great. Okay, so. Thank you for those comments. And also, thank you to our Patreon supporters, everybody, who are Shasta, Leomo, Jose Arrocha, Super Inframan, Douglas P., Dan D., Aaron Willett, Nick Noach, Jesse E., Jeffrey R., Sketchcrap, Scott V., Yuli. And we want to thank our other supporters, who are Sparkageddon, STCT Productions, Robert Schumann, Kooky Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B., Shamrock Balls, Ian H., Walter the Wobot, John Wells, and Rye Guy. Also, please join the Shasta Army. That is our $1 tier. It gets you the shout-out. But then we have the $5 tier on patreon.com slash superherostuffpod. And that gets you a whole other show where we do the deeper dive. Sometimes me, mostly Ben, learning with the audience as usual. <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, that's a whole other show every Friday. Mm-hmm. And um, just a lot more content there. And then uh, go to uh, superhousepod.redbubble.com and you can get Superhouse merch, Superhouse shirts, superhero stuff you should know shirts, and uh, stuff like that, mugs and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Indeed Indeed Wizard and Ben Man stuff, the illustrations drawn by Wolfie. Wolfie Cruz, and also you can get uh, merch on tpublic.com slash user slash superhousepodcast5000. Also, superherostuffpod.threadless.com. You can get merch on there. Uh, Please leave us a a review on iTunes, and also please record us something, some kind of audio on your audio recorder on your phone, and then send that to superhousepodcast at gmail.com. And you too can be on the show. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be your own sketch or whatever. It can just be love the show or or whatever. Or you're now listening to superhero stuff you should know. Anything like that would be great. And uh, also, um, please animate our sketches if you want. Uh, if, if you, you do, listen to them. yeah. If you do listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> For the three people out there that listen to our sketches. If you're also an animator, please please animate that shit and put a hashtag for our show in the corner somewhere in the video itself. That's the only thing we ask of you, and to just let us know that it exists. Um, if you make it, I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Also, ThunderwolfLives.com. Thunderwolf Lives on YouTube for all my other shit that I do. And that's it, Ben. You can find us on Twitter at SuperHousePod. You can also find us on Instagram at SuperHeroStuffPod. And we are on Vero now. Find us at SuperHeroStuffPod, where we do plan to uh, talk to, try to talk to Snyder. Through. Where we try to get Snyder's attention <laughs> every day. Yes. <laughs> hey, look every at me. Day. We exist every single day. <laughs> <laughs> but there's actually a good chance on Vero because nobody's on there. Yeah. <laughs> So, There's probably more people that listen to our sketches than, than people, people who are on Vero. <laughs> There's definitely more people who listen to our sketches than people who follow us on Vero. So right now, wow. as of the recording, we only have like one follower. <laughs> 
trying to up that. So please get on Vero and follow us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, uh, my website is benwanwriter.com, and my YouTube channel is in the description below. You can also check out earlybird.com, which is the kids comic that I wrote. That's earl-e-bird.com. My personal Instagram is benwanwriter. My cat's Instagram is Alfie Pennyworth Cat, and if you have a cat as well, we are affiliates with Whiskerbox. Come get a box every month for your little feline friend. And if you don't have a cat but you have a dog, then we are also affiliates with BarkBox. Indeed. You get a discount for both, especially the $35 off for the BarkBox one through our link. So first month is free, right? First month is free. The first month is yeah. free, yeah. So check that out. Uh, you can check us out at superhousepod.com slash shop there we go <laughs> and or amazon me. all our amazon link shit too <laughs> yes over to zach i can't wait till uh, we are affiliates with tushy i mean i hear that on the other <laughs> podcast so i can't did wait till get... we start talking about it <laughs> did you get did you get a tushy i did not but i like hearing the commercials about it it's don't a... forget about manscaped manscaped hey. yeah it's another one yeah. well if you would like to see more of me and by me, I just mean my well, artwork. Just like the artwork that is behind Andrew's shoulders right now. is There you go. His head was blocking it, but that's all right. If you want to see more of that, you can go to my website at ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com. And you can also follow me on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Just look up Zachary Jackson Brown Art. Awesome. So... We have covered the death of Superman for the $5 Patreon tier. We will be covering a more in-depth take on it in terms of covering Doomsday, different versions of Doomsday that we didn't talk about in this episode, different versions of the death of Superman. That Baby, Doomsday. Baby Doomsday. Baby <laughs> Doomsday. <laughs> Doomsday. So, and that'll be the name of the episode. So, uh, deeper dive into Doomsday. But for those into the main show, we are going to return with the return of Superman and discussing the reign of the Superman and the inevitable resurrection of Superman. How did he come back? Find out next week. Such good segues. Signing off. Ben signing off. This is Zach. Signing off. Oh, and I do us a favor. <laughs> Tell all your friends about us. Forgot about I that was, one. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything and mess up the whole flow, but I was thinking about it. listening to the Geekscape Network.